My bad, guys. Please, people, please, people. We're actually live. We're live. We're live. Sorry, we're live. All right. So, guys, uh, welcome to Yada Debates episode three. Um, for today, we did a, a viewer request, and we actually got quite a few submissions on some topics that we looked into. And um, you know, we we took it back to the lab, and we really discussed uh, what we're going to talk talk to you today about. I'm missing up my words, but now we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram as usual. So. Uh, Shelly, this came through one of your requests. Yeah, I got a lot of requests talking about the retrograde and what they are because, you know, everybody always sees like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, like, oh my God, like the world's ending. And really, in reality, Mercury Mercury goes into retrograde three times a year. So like... Wait, hold on. So so you got you to gotta slow down for this moment because even from my personal experience, what is a retrograde? I am so glad that is you it asked a sports string, please, because I and I know you guys see that I have my own papers here and stuff like that because I pulled Yada's birth chart as well too. Oh so, no. <laughs> um, basically, a retrograde is like it means on Earth, like you know how we orbit the sun. It just means that the planet, when we are going around it, it's moving. It looks like it's moving backwards. Therefore, mm. um, you know. Certain planets take longer or shorter to orbit the sun. Like um, Venus takes like 225 days to orbit the sun, whereas mm. like orbit through zodiac signs, I should say. Whereas Mercury takes like I think like 80 something days, and then Mars takes its time. Yeah, scientifically, and, just because you know they're closer to the sun, so like it so, takes less but about with time. us going the 365 days a year. It kind of looks like when we're going past these planets, or when they're going through these zodiacs, they're going backwards. So when they go backwards, they affect whatever zodiac sign they're in and also whatever zodiac sign they rule. So that's what retrograde really means. It just, it, whatever planet is in retrograde at that time, um, it affects whatever that planet rules. So different planets rule different things, which brings me. I'm getting the science lesson right now. Hold on. Let me, let me ask you this though. So as far as like, you know, the planets being in retrograde, would like the moon kind of like have anything to do that? Well, like, the moon like, is stationary and um, it really doesn't play a part in retrogrades. It plays more a part in um, your emotions mm -hmm. than it does in retrogrades, which is moon cycles. And if you want to know more about like the moon phases and how they affect different things and different manifestations, because people think, okay, all right. During a full moon, you're supposed to do one thing, and then during a new moon, you're supposed to do another. But in between, you're also supposed to do things too. If you're gonna do practice moon rituals, like um, the full moon is for release, um, like you know, it's for purging, getting rid of things, and you know, it's every 14 days. So um, with the new moon, you're supposed to set your intentions, um, set up your, um, you know, like set your goals and things for the next cycle to to begin, like. That's what the moon cycles are for. And they do play a part in retrogrades as well, too. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's so really I, the focus today is retrogrades. If you do want to know more about moon cycles, I could tell y'all all about it. You know, you hit my eye of shell visions page. I got all that information on I there. I a curve all there, actually. Like, you know, yes. back, back to what you were saying as far as, like, But um, Basically, retrogrades, um, there's, there's always at least one planet in retrograde. Hey everybody on Instagram, there's always at least one planet in retrograde during the year or at least during a month. Mm -hmm. um, certain planets, like I think like Jupiter or like um, Uranus or something like that, they take like 80 something to like a couple years to um, orbit mm -hmm. through zodiac signs. So like we may have been born under one one sign, which brings me to the birth charts of 
the retrograde, you may have been born with one sign in retrograde at that time because that planet was in retrograde during that time. Like um, this year in 2019, mm -hmm. um, Mercury went into retrograde three times, whereas Venus did not go into retrograde. Um, and Mars did not go into retrograde. Mm -hmm. Jupiter is in retrograde or has completed its retrograde. Saturn went into retrograde. Um, so, so for like the so for like the average person, and average user, for me, like for me, who's not like necessarily like in depth with all of this, how does this like like a planet being in retrograde like affect a person? Like on like oh, on a, on I a, will get into all of that. <laughs> but yes. So Uranus went into retrograde this year. Neptune went into retrograde this year. And Pluto, um, I can't remember if it did or it didn't. Hold on, I'll tell you right now because I got it right here. Don't mind me, guys. I told you I got all this information right here on my little my so, little cheat sheet. See that as a packet. I do. And Pluto went into retrograde this year. Mm. And Pluto is ruled by, you can take it. Just take it. Um, Pluto is ruled by Scorpio. And it's the planet of power. So that being in retrograde this year is actually a really good thing. That means like a lot of people who um, are influenced by that sign, who mm -hmm. um, they're rising or their sun sign maybe by that, they are actually having a good year. And we also entered the age of Aquarius, which um, is another thing that is incorporated in retrogrades as well, too. And T's is saying hey, everybody. She, and T's is saying that she was actually born during a Mercury retrograde. Yes. Program. That's interesting. Thank you for that. Please, guys, if you if you know any of like any any of this, please just let me know. Yes. You know, because I, don't, I if 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 I was born during the retrograde, I have no idea. All I know is uh my birth date and my time. So. <laughs> so with that being said, um, a lot of times people, you know, with retrogrades, they don't they don't know what planet represents what. Like we know about Mercury, mm -hmm. and that's really it. You don't know what the other planets affect and what they do. So. I had a little breakdown of all the plans. I tried to simplify it for you guys because it's like this whole giant breakdown. Um, Virgo, I'm going to get to that in a second. All, I'm going to tell y'all all y'all planets where they do. So if y'all see me flipping through my little book, I had to write them down because it's a lot of information that I can't just keep up in this beautiful brain of mine. I have a lot going on in my mind. So um, Mercury is the planet of communication, which is why when Mercury goes into retrograde, mm -hmm. you notice that a lot of, um, miscommunications happen. Um, you'll notice that maybe your exes start hitting you up, like weird, random things start happening. Like a lot of miscommunications, breakups happen around Mercury when they're in retrograde and things like that. Um, so that planet affects that and so it's ruled by, it's, well, Mercury to clear the air, like planets, they could be masculine or feminine and mm -hmm. Mercury has no set gender but so so with that it's just like how do we know like if if, if we're in retrograde like you know like because there's like, a calendar that that shows you yeah because it's just like you know uh, like i don't know like it just be seeming like uh, like i don't know what it is but i guess it, it might be like some kind of communication error and people just going through issues and, and i guess it's like core and you see a lot of people going through like a lot of issues at the same time but I don't know. Like, but then again, it might not be Mercury. It could be other planets that affect their signs. Because if your sign is, if your ruling planet is in retrograde, you're going to be deeply affected by that. Mm. So Mercury is um the planet that affects like intellect, awareness, logic, and reasoning. Mm -hmm. And it takes, again, 88 days to complete its orbit through a zodiac sign. So whenever it's in a certain zodiac sign, it affects that zodiac sign the hardest. Right now it's in Scorpio. And it's going to end, I believe, in Sagittarius. And 
it's neither masculine or feminine, but it rules the signs of Gemini and Virgo. And it also is in the third and sixth houses, which I'll get to towards the end of the show, what each house means. Um, since Venus had no retrogrades this year, Venus rules love and money. Mm-hmm. And um, it's more so about love, romance, harmony, and our emotional attachments. So when you say like retrograde, do do these things always affect you negatively? No. Retrogrades don't affect you negatively. Most of them, some of them re- affect you positively. Again, if it's your ruling planet that is in retrograde, mm-hmm. you're probably going to benefit versus people whose planet is not, or if your house is not in that you're not going to benefit from it. You're going to, to this. you're going it's to, um, you know, you're going to feel it. Like a lot of people who are not Gemini's and Virgos are feeling it right now. Like they are not that everything is like going wrong and all those things like that. Whereas Gemini's right now and Virgos are probably prospering. They're probably finding new love. They're probably just everything is going right for them. They get new job offers, things like that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like everything's going right for them as far as that. They're able to communicate more effectively and things like that. Whereas other signs, say like Taurus, Capricorn, and things like that, we're affected by it because now we're like, okay, we have to get crunch time on things. Like Mercury, that. keep doing your thing for me. Huh? You, I it ends November it. 20th, and I'm glad that it does. No, Cyrus. stay for a while. <laughs> but um, Venus, again, like I said, did not have any retrogrades this year. And they it it rules like love, finances, and emotional attachments and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it teaches us how to appreciate others and things that we possess. And it also, it also affects our appearance mm-hmm. as far as like beauty and things like that. And that is ruled by Taurus and Libra mm-hmm. in the second and seventh houses. Um, so, yeah, we have my little visitors. My little people were in there. You know, they always made their guest appearances. Randomly. Always. You know what always. I mean? Hit on the other debates. So Mars did not have any retrogrades. Mars is the planet of passion. So mm. when Mars goes into retrograde, you'll notice like that's the, the budding of like new, real, passionate like relationships. Um, and Mars takes two years to orbit. So we probably, if we didn't get a retrograde this year, we're going to probably have one next year in 2020. Oh, and, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> it does not disappoint, though. It's... um. It's energy, passion, drive, determination. So, like, this is that. When it's in retrograde, that's when you get majority of things done. Like, any opportunity you have, you're going to get it done. Any goals you have set for yourself, you're getting it done. You have the passion and the pull to get those things done. Mm. Um, it's basically about ambition, aggression. Um, it values courage um, and all those things like that. So but it that- also rules our sexuality, too. So with that, is there anything that we can kind of do? Like, let's say there's people that are affected by this on a negative spectrum. Is there anything that they can kind of do to kind of like counterbalance it? Because it, it seems kind of like messed up that it's just like, oh, well, this it's, it's, it's this time for this planet to be in this orbit. So it's just, it's just screwed up for me and good for this person. That's messed up. <laughs> well, what I always tell the people when the planet's going to retrograde or when a planet is negatively going to affect you in retrograde, especially now that I do like my tarot and like all those things like that. Mm-hmm. I always say be patient and don't make any decisions 
that can be life altering during these times because mm. we may be making an impulsive decision versus a rational decision. I made a lot of those. <laughs> like, so you have to really step back and be patient. Mm. Think if, and then also let go. Mercury retrograde also is about letting go, purging, letting go of things. That's why a lot of people break up because they realize that all the smoke and mirrors in between relationships, they kind of comes out. Like it kind of like, all right, if it wasn't what it was, it's definitely not what it is. And it's going to end because mm. there's no, there's, you're not going to, there, you're not going to meet no common ground in that time frame, especially if your sign is not a Gemini or a Virgo. You're going to be, you're going to be arguing with the person. And eventually you guys are, if y'all not compatible in any way, shape or form, and y'all can't communicate or y'all not on the same intellectual level, y'all are going to split. Mm. And that's just the reality of it. And that's why people fear mercury retrograde so much because and, uh, it's kind of like you have to face your truths and i know we have a, a viewer scorpio specifically um that might happy be... birthday iris <laughs> happy birthday oh yeah happy birthday to iris um but yeah like that's like might be going through what you're saying you know so uh i really hope oh well person... their planet is ruled by mars so next year they might be on the up and coming because mm. Aries and Scorpio are for Mars, and Mars is um, a masculine planet. And again, like I was saying, it rules our sexuality and sexual energy. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's the time when like a lot of the lust demons will be out too. Lust so you also have to be wary of that too, because if if Mars is in retrograde, and Mars retrograde takes longer than Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde lasts like maybe like a couple weeks, but Mars retrograde, when it lasts, like you'll start getting into like these like I don't know. You'll think a fling is going to be a relationship, and then it's not, and that's when. You know, I think lust demons is just such a, a horrible term. Why would would you like mean? me to call them succubus instead? No, okay. it's just, just it's that, that's the time to, to play. That's the time we play the field. Yeah, but a lot of people can't play the field, especially like when when it's in when two planets are in retrograde at once, you mm -hmm. start looking, you're not thinking objectively, especially mm -hmm. if your sign is affected by that. Um, so that's one of the other planets. So we've already covered Mercury. Venus and Mars. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the outer planets, they take the longest to orbit the sun and their retrogrades um, affect your birth charts, mm -hmm. which is why um, when I tell people like you're more than just a Capricorn, you're more than just a Gemini, you're more than just a Pisces, because your birth chart is a breakdown of every planet that was in that you were born under. Like, so at that time, when you were born in that place, wherever the stars align mm -hmm. is you. And this is something that like, I kind of seen like a couple of years ago, they was just like, okay, so like, you know, the sun, the planets and the moon, they, they all have like magnetic forces that are so strong that they can keep them all in orbit, right? And they said, if that magnetic force is that strong to affect these massive planets, what do you think it's doing to you? Is All right, that, so think about this. If the moon can affect tides mm -hmm. in a way where if the moon is too close, we'll have like high tides, crazy tides. Mm -hmm. If the moon's too far away, we'll have low tides. If we don't have the new moon, then, you know, and we're made of 70% water. Why would people think that the moon doesn't affect us? Why do you think the planetary magnetic forces don't affect so us? With that, that, so with that, that at, at that point, does it get more to like a, a bio, like a, a microscopic level and a bio, like a, a biological level where like might be affecting like like your blood or something in a way like no, not that way. Moving, it's, like, more, <laughs> it's more it is more towards your psyche than anything. Mm -hmm. Like it's more towards that, like you as that's a what person. I'm saying. Like like with, with that kind of magnetic forces, it kind of like. I don't want to say throwing you off balance, but like it does you, throw people off balance. So 
It does. Um, like I said, if you're that goes down to your birth charts, which I'll get to as well too. If you if you have a certain planet, mm -hmm. like all right, say your Jupiter is in whatever, but Jupiter's in retrograde in Gemini right now or something like that, you're gonna be affected by that. And that's why I wanted to ask you. So, so with that same magnetic force, like with the moon, is it the same thing? Like when, when we're talking about like the planets and orbit, the, like does does that kind of like? It only really affects us when they're in retrograde mm -hmm. because that's like when they're moving backwards. That's when the pull is really the strongest. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. For them, you know, because it's like it's like the planets kind of like I guess like crossing and it's like all this magnetism. Magnetism. Yes. That word of the day, magnetism. Yes. <laughs> so. so Jupiter is the planet of luck which also is on your birth chart as well, too. And it had a retrograde this year. Um, I don't know the exact timing of it because I didn't really look up the timings of the retrogrades. Um, you guys can definitely check it out. Um, just Google the different planets and retrogrades. Like I said, some of them had retrogrades. Some of them are still in retrograde from like years ago. Um, I think Pluto just got out of Scorpio not too long ago because it takes like 88 something years or something. Like some of these retrogrades are generational more so than in individual. So can, they can, affect our generations of people. Can multiple planets be in retrograde? Yeah, they can be in retrograde once. Um, just this summer, um, Jupiter, Mercury, and I think it was another, and Saturn were all in retrograde at the same time. Mm. And this summer was a cosmic shit show. So, yeah. I don't, I, I can't, I can't say, maybe, maybe yes and maybe no for me. Like, I, I won't say it was like a shit show. I don't know, it was, it was for me. Like, I was, it was, like, I was I, done. I, I would say towards the end of it. it got and that's out. when it was, towards the end. Like, don't, towards don't July do and August. Don't do that. <laughs> that's when all three of them were in retrograde <laughs> at the same time. Oh, man. But, um, Big changes. Jupiter is a thinking person's planet. From what they say, and it rules our higher learning and our yearn for um, exploring ideas, intellectuality, and spirituality, and a search for answers, but also luck and good fortune, and growth and flourishing positively. And it takes twelve years to orbit through a zodiac sign, and it's ruled by Sagittarius and Pisces in the ninth and tenth house. So when Jupiter is in retrograde, Sagittarius and Pisces, they usually have the best of luck in regards to jobs, relationships, love, life, all those things like that. Just any type of natural luck, they feel like they're getting it more and more, or they may it may negatively affect them if, if certain parts of their houses are not in line where it'll negatively affect them. So when in you sense, say, it'll be bad luck. When you say certain parts of their houses, what do you mean? Like, like because like, when we're born, we're there's 12 houses in the zodiac. Yeah. And if you're born in a certain house, if you're if that planet's in retrograde and that's your ruling planet in your house, whatever house you're in that you were born in, mm -hmm. um, that's what's you're going to be affected by. So, but, but when you say house, you like like the house you're born on, you mean like like no, the zodiac. houses of the zodiac. Oh, oh, so yeah, like, there's 12 oh, houses oh, of the zodiac of where you're born in because there's 12 you. different like positions of the zodiac. That's why when people meet certain signs, they're like, Oh, yeah, all Gemini. No, all signs are not the same. We are not the same. Just like I always tell people, I'm like, December Capricorns are not the same as January Capricorns. Um, December Capricorns, they you know, they do their thing, but January Capricorns, we the realist. Um, so Saturn is my ruling planet. And I actually have that tattooed on me. Uh, I think it's on this side. Let me see. Hmm. No, it's not. Oh, wrong side. It's actually, I'm kidding. I don't know where it is. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, it's on my arm. Sorry, guys. It's on my arm. So 
Saturn, if y'all can see it, is in here, the symbol of it, it's in my sunflower. And that's my ruling planet. And it's the planet of karma. And it's ruled by Kronos, which is the god, the Greek god of mythology of time, which means discipline and things like that, which is kind of ironic because I am never on time for anything. Sure, so, <laughs> like never. <I> know. <laughs> So it's kind of funny that that's my ruling planet, and I am never on her. Maybe you're in retrograde. I like long retrograde on our time. So um, <laughs> Saturn is more of like a like a work planet. It's more of like get to work, work, like do that. Like it's about work ethic. Um, discipline. I must have been in retrograde my whole life with her. Responsibility <laughs> and learning lessons. So. When Saturn goes into retrograde, a lot of karmic lessons are learned during that time. So um, anything that needed to be undone is undone during Saturn retrograde, mm. which is why like people will be like in will have harmonious things, and then all of a sudden, some random person from your past that traumatized you years ago may have popped up, and now you have to address that, or you have to address things that you buried deep inside of yourself. Because Saturn is in retrograde and it's telling you, like, listen, you can't hold on to that. Karma is about to catch up with you. And I love when Saturn goes into retrograde. It doesn't go into retrograde often because Saturn does take um, 28 years to orbit through signs. And my my full orbit will be this January for my sign. So I will probably get all of my karmic lessons next year. That's why I'm trying to undo everything right now. But but you know, but when we say karmic lessons, you know, what I mean? you know it could be both, you know, karma's not necessarily bad. No, um no. actually when you do your birth chart, it it'll tell you and also your your um numerology like if you do numerology and you check your like your numbers, mm -hmm. it'll tell you how many karmic lessons you have. I don't have any like karmic lessons that were attached to me, but I feel like in my lifetime, I've accumulated karmic lessons because I've done a lot of things to people. And so, like, so, it's like so I had to undo saying, that. So what, yeah, so what you're saying is your next life is going to be... I'm trying to make sure that my when I pass on to the other side, that my other soul does not have to undo the evil things that I have dealing done. with a lot of repercussions. So yes. Let's just say that. So, um... <laughs> Again, Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius, and it's kind of funny because I'm on the cusp. If y'all don't know what cusp are, it's people who are born in between signs. So I'm born on the last day of Capricorn, but not the first day of Aquarius. But And so I'm influenced by both of the signs. And if you're born closer to the beginning or end of a sign, you may be a cusp baby, whereas you, you actually inherit um, both traits of the sign. Mm. And each cusp has a name. I'm born on the cusp of mystery and imagination mm -hmm. um which means that a lot of people may perceive me as mysterious they can't figure me out um but also i'm very creative like as y'all can see i do a lot of different things and a lot of different avenues probably a lot of y'all don't know i write poetry i write a lot of stuff when is the book coming out uh you know i'm supposed to be working on my book but you know i just i have so many things on my plate. I'm trying not to spread myself and scatter my energies into different places. So and I just I focus on seven, my tarot. I got the seven cups. Yes. <laughs> hey, he got the scattered energies card. <laughs> so, um, you know, I just, you know, I've learned a lot this year. And I feel like my the Saturn going into retrograde this year has really taught me a lot. And it's also helped me open up and get outside of my comfort zone because I've done a lot of things that were outside of my comfort zone. Like, I don't know if a lot of y'all... Y'all probably are new to like following me and stuff, but I never used to really post videos or post 
live things and to the point where you're even starring in the movie. Yeah, shout to the point where I was even starring in a movie and it's like shout out to Marbooman. Yes, Lily. check out Lily. It's on, on my YouTube. page. It's on Marbooman's page. Subscribe to his page. Turn on post notifications for that as well too. We're gonna have way more projects coming out. And as that well. is Lily L I L Y and Mar Booman. Y'all know Mar Booman. We'll tag him at the end of this movie. Yes, we we'll will. tag him. Mar really did his thing with this movie. That movie was great. I was laughing. I was happy at my parts. You know, I think. I played a good vampire. So, I really tried to kill y'all. I really did. He just he just took advantage of me, but it's okay. But she caught it. But, yeah, I but caught it. Mar caught me. It was okay. But 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 again, like you said, with the um, you, you know, during this, you said the Saturn retrograde, you mm -hmm. really like stepped out of your comfort zone and really like like. Now with this, and, and this is what I'm gonna ask you: with the retrograde, like, is that some one of those things that's like like a, like a permanent effect on you now, where you feel like you'll be more open and willing yeah. to like? When you go through the retrogrades, you you can approach it one of two ways. If you ignore it, those planets are gonna eventually go back into retrograde again, mm. and you're gonna have to ultimately deal with whatever you're gonna no it's just gonna go into retrograde into another sign hey boo so it's just gonna go through another sign it or it orbits through different signs so um i'm not sure exactly which sign it's in orbit right now but i know that it's in retrograde right now it'll probably go into retrograde next year but into a different sign and it's whatever sign it is in orbit of so that's the thing about retrogrades is that when it, they're in retrograde, they're in retrograde in a certain zodiac sign, not just in retrograde period. Like, you know, the constellations and this goes to back to astronomy, the stars in the skies and the different constellations, the planets go into retrograde in certain constellations or signs, zodiac signs. So that's what sign is affected by so the retrograde. So this is something that's more like that can be more... Uh vary from person to person yeah it so, varies from person that's why i said certain people during mercury retrogrades prosper where certain people during mercury retrogrades they just feel like wow i'm just being piled on with a whole bunch of stuff that i just cannot take it no more it's unbearable and would it be like any kind of like neutral zone like people who no, don't really there's feel no like... neutral zone in retrograde no it's just it's, like people it's who either you like, up or you down and that's <laughs> it like that's it. I don't need these things affecting me. I like, I like, I like the. If you said we in this Mercury retrograde, I need this to keep going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's ending the twentieth. I'm very happy, and that's the last retrograde of the year for Mercury for this year for 2019. So if y'all haven't checked out my page, I posted a lot of. I posted a survival kit of how to survive Mercury retrograde, and how to you know do inner work, healing, and sabotaging things you, like that. You should do a YouTube tutorial video explaining. How to survive the retro? Remember, I'm saying simply, simply Shelly, and you go on. He's telling how you to, no, I'm not doing no how to. How like, to break that? A, a breakdown of how to survive the retrograde. I like that. I like that. Well, if y'all like that, let me know. I'm not for it because I just feel like that is two times. Surviving the retrograde. I will let you borrow my webcam. Oh my god. Okay. So. um now we're going to get down to the final three planets, which take the longest to um, orbit. And they probably have been in retrograde since majority of us who are watching this, unless you are 50 years or older, um, were born. And that's Uranus. I'm not saying it the other way because it's immature. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm saying that's that way the planet years. of rebellion, which is so funny. And basically that retrograde is felt generationally versus individually. And um, 
it's um, basically a new way of looking at things, and that takes 84 years to complete an orbit through um, zodiac signs, and it has years. an androgynous energy. And if y'all don't know what androgynous means, it means it's neither masculine nor feminine, but it's like kind of like both. It's kind of like a blend. And that, it's, it's ironically, a, it's a transsexual. <laughs> yes, it's kind of like that. It, and that is ruled by Aquarius, so which great. is so funny because a lot of Aquarius people that I know and that I've grown to love do um, exude androgynous energy. Like they can be really masculine. And I'm talking about girls and guys. They can be really masculine or they can be really feminine or they can be both. Like there's a lot of Aquarius men who um, they don't, they're very gender fluid. Um, there's no boundaries with their masculinity or femininity. They're they're, there's a balance between that. And I really love that about Aquarius people. And that's why I'm kind of glad that I'm part of Aquarius. Cause like, I'm kind of like that too. Like I have a girly side, but I'm like, why are you the time? I'm kind of a little rough outside of this podcast. Um, so, but with, Uranus going into retrograde, the higher octave of that is the Mercury retrograde. So we feel that the most when Mercury goes into retrograde, the um, Uranus retrograde. Um, and we did not, we had one of those this year. Um, Neptune is the planet of illusions. Mm -hmm. So so for all you delusional motherfuckers out yep, there. Yep, pretty much. And it's ruled by Poseidon, which is another Greek god. Like a lot of the planets are named after Greek mythology gods yeah. and things like that but that's just because a lot of them were discovered later and they were like all right we're gonna name them after greek gods like even like saturn's moons are named after certain gods and things like that um and that is change it's um basically like change seeable and illusionary in nature and it's basically your dreams illusions abstract thoughts and it's mysterious and spirituality and that takes 65 is it 65 or 165? Oh, sorry, guys. It's 165 years to work it through. Wait, 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 wait. 165 years? So yeah. I won't even... Is it but it spends, it spends 14 years in each sign. So it's not going to like, you know, we're not going to die not knowing when it's... An, it, it spends 14 years in each sign of the Zodiac. So every 14 years, Mercury goes in... I'm not Mercury. Neptune goes into retrograde into a different sign and affects that sign deeply as far as like their illusions and dreams and things like that. So like people whose planets are affected by that, like whatever sign Neptune is in retrograde in and they're born under that, they'll be deeply affected by that. Mm. Um, Pluto is the final planet and that's the planet of power. And again, this is so funny because Pluto is the ruling planet of Scorpio. Even though they tried to say Pluto wasn't a planet, I strongly disagree with that. Science is not always right. Pluto is a planet. Yeah, I don't so, care what they yeah, say. Yeah, so what did, what did they say? They said it was... It's a planet now again, but that it was a planet all along. But no, what did they say it was? Because this was like back when I was in middle school. They had kind of this... They were saying that it was like um, a dwarf something. It doesn't matter because... It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Pluto is a planet. It orbits the sun like the rest of the planets, and that's that. <laughs> and Pluto is the planet of power, transformation, regeneration, and rebirth. And it takes 248 years to orbit, but it spends 12 to 31 years in a sign. So um, a lot of us who were born in the 80s and 90s, um, we probably, our Pluto planet on our birth chart is Scorpio, because that's what it was in. So if you get your birth chart and you see like your Pluto is Scorpio, mm -hmm. that's for everybody. 
Um, majority of the time, that's just what it was. Like, it, it takes a very long time to orbit through that time. Mm. So, so, so let me ask you. So when they when they do like these whole like uh, generational things, they say like every forty years or something is like a new generation or something like that. I forgot what the what the actual number is. Is this something that's kind of like based on astrology too? Or yeah, like, it's based on the, um, the last three planets mm. because, like I said, those affect generations to come versus us individually as a person. Like the first couple of planets, they affect us individually, which brings us to our birth charts and how they affect us. So I had told y'all all the planets and how they go into retrograde and what they affect and what different aspects they affect. So like, you know, Mercury affects communication, Venus affects love, relationships, things like that. Mars affects our sexuality, aggression, and things like that. And one more, um, you, you, you said this before, but how long has Mercury been in retrograde so far? Since? It's It's been in retrograde since Halloween. It'll end on oh. the 20th of November. It started on Halloween. But before that retrograde happened, a portal opened on the new moon that Sunday before Halloween. Is it like a parallel universe kind of Kind thing? of thing. It blurs the lines between the reality realm and the spiritual realm. So if you're noticing that you're getting a lot of spiritual messages and things around this time, take heed to what you're getting to because like this is kind of like the blurred line between that because that portal is not going to close, especially with Monday being 11-11. That's when it'll kind of like do a cosmic shift. And this year will kind of really um, make or break a lot of people. Can I go into that portal and come out the other side of Millionaire? You can. If you focus your goals and really start manifesting and really take the time out to manifest your dreams and goals, next year will be prosperous for a lot of people. Because a lot of tarot that I've been doing for people um, have been saying that they're going to be on the upper side of things versus the lower side of things. So, what, what, But let me ask you this, and this is why I'm going to interject you. What is the difference between that and every year saying <laughs> everybody saying this year is my year? Because year everybody says my... one thing and does the other. You can set New Year's resolutions which I think are BS, or you can manifest. Manifestation is Year is daily, yearly, monthly, whatever. You manifest during certain moon phases and things like that. Manifest daily. You do daily affirmations and things like that. That's how you manifest what you really want. You have to set your mind to it. Words are powerful. So whatever you put out mm -hmm. is what you're going to get back. The universe is going to give you whatever you clearly intend on wanting or getting. So if you have no clear intention of what you really want or get, that's what the universe is going to send you back. So if you have confused energy or you're not sure, you're going to get uncertainty back into mm -hmm. your life. So you have to be sure and firm about everything that you put out into the universe and so manifest. You said portals, like like this sounds like some Twilight Zone kind of. It like. does, but it's not really like a portal, like you know, like where like demons are gonna come out and start dancing and stuff or like that. Or doppelgangers. It's it's really more so like portals of the spiritual world, whereas like people who are empathic, um, psychics, things like that, they're more affected by this because. Now they can get more in touch with the spiritual side, get in touch with the spirits if that's something that they believe in. Again, this is all about beliefs. So if you believe that you are an empath and you feel people's energies and things like that, you're going, your powers are going to be stronger during this time period until the end of the year. So you may be able to see things, tap into things, get certain messages more so than regular times during the year where you may get a message here and there. Mm. So now it's like it's really amplified for us 
who are those like I'm a clairvoyant empath like I see things in my dreams so I'll know automatically like all you have to do is touch me and then if your energy is off I'll have a dream about it the symbols will be clear as day and then if you notice I just randomly stop talking to you that's because your energy was off or you did not have good intentions for me as a person see me I don't kind of have, I, don't, I feel like I don't have those kind of dreams I feel like I have like average ass dreams like I'll have a dream your dream, like, dreams aren't average but hold on, I, I'll have a dream where it's just like I'm in the mall <laughs> like but that's important. That's oh. important. You see, people don't realize how important their dreams are because dreams hold symbols. Mm. So you may be like, oh, I'm at the mall. What were you doing at the mall? What was the atmosphere of the mall? Was it chaotic in the mall? Was it calm in the mall? What did you buy? What color was it went, that you bought? Like, I went Again, like... you have to interpret all of this. All these things are simple meanings. It's a breakdown. Like you could think like a simple dream of like you walking through a hallway is simple, but really in reality, you walking through that hallway could be like you crossing into another portion of your life. Mm. And maybe there was a blockage in the middle of that hallway that you didn't think of. And you're like, damn, I can't get through this blockage or whatever. And that's why I also offer dream interpretations as well, too. But you have to think about the symbolism in the certain things, like even just down to certain colors of things, certain things that you see in your dreams. They mean things like I used when I had a, a friend who was no good for me, I used to have a dream about a wolf all the time and it always used to try to attack me. But then as soon as it would get close enough to attack me and I would be ready to fight it, it would just automatically turn into an infant. And I'd be like, the hell type of dream is that? Mm. But then when I looked it up, a wolf is an enemy in disguise. And for it to turn into a baby means that I seen this person in a gentle light and things like that. So I had to really take a step back and really reevaluate all of my friendships and see who was really my friend or not. And, you know, I ended up coming out either way because I was in denial from where, where can people time. like kind of get like an interpretation of these? Because like I can kind of see like when well, when what my, I say is keep friend. a dream journal because you know. You know, I don't know if y'all are like me. Like after I wake up, maybe fifteen minutes after I have that dream, yeah. it's gone. I don't even remember I what happened. Hit, it's but, gone. But like, it. like, unless I, it's a nightmare. I said I can. I, I have like obvious dreams where I know like something is weighing on my mind, and it's like I know it's affecting me. But like I said, with like the mall. No, dreams, I didn't see anything about you, baby. It's all pure stuff. But like when I see like like I know those dreams have me. I'm like, all right, yeah, I know I'm going through something. But well, like I said, with the dream, like even with simple, simple dream like that. Look up what it means. You think it might be something simple, but it might be a, a foreshadowing of something to come. Mm. So you have to really think of like what you're seeing, what visions are you getting? Because dreams are visions of your subconscious. Your subconscious is trying to speak to you and tell you something. And if you're not paying attention, it's going to happen. And you're like, damn, deja vu, man. I just was, oh, I had a dream about this. Was that, that. <laughs> and it really, in reality, no, your subconscious was warning you that this was going to happen, that was going to happen or whatever. Mm. So you have to really pay attention to your dreams. Keep a dream journal. Even if you don't remember the whole dream, just write down the important aspects of what you remember. So I always tell people, if they're going to get a dream interpretation, write down all of the colors that you've seen, the scenery, if it was calm, if it was crazy, where you were at. Man, look, I got work in the morning. <laughs> Let me get ready. <laughs> I mean, if you can take 10 minutes out of your morning to look at your phone, you can take 10 minutes out of your time to write down simple things. Like, it's really simple. So I was like up and in the shower. <laughs> but, so that's how I look at it. 
So which brings me to my next thing, which I really had so much fun doing today. I was trying to get everybody to give me their birth chart today. I had some uncooperative people who thought I was doing witchcraft and wizardry. And you were going to have a doll with they thought, I was, going, stamped they thought I was going to do some witchcraft. I'm like, no, I'm doing research. I swear, this is all for research purposes. Walk me into the winning lottery. Okay? I can't walk anyone into winning lottery. I don't do winning numbers. I can't see stuff like that. Anyone who tells you they can, they're frauds. Um, I don't see any of that. I just see um, things to come if they are on, if you stay on the current path that you're on. And that's why tarot really resonates with me because tarot is not set in stone. It's kind of like a forewarning. If you stay on this path and you continue to do these things and you don't address these certain things or you don't heal from these certain things or you don't let go of these certain things, this is going to be the outcome of you staying on this path. Whereas if you get the same reading, maybe a month or two after you get the first reading, your path might drastically change differently. Now you might have a great path, might end up getting married, whatever. There's some people who get things and this says that they'll never be able to have love or children because they have bitterness and hatred in I'm going to play the lottery for the next 30 days and come talk to you. I'm like, what the car say? Oh my God. <laughs> what the car say? <laughs> so see, I'm going to do it. see a winner coming up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do a basic birth chart breakdown and then I'm going to tell you Yada's and I birth charts because I had so much fun looking up Yada's birth chart and seeing what he is in all of his planets and what all of them mean. Let's see. I'm interested. And just this is a disclaimer. I did not hear about this the first he, time. So I'm he, he doesn't know he doesn't know what his is. I didn't even put his on top. Mine is on top. But I already know mine. So and I always tell everybody all the time like I'm a this Capricorn. I have a cancer moon and you know I'm a Capricorn rising. So a lot of people know their sun sign, which represents your personality. It Facts. represents your sense of individuality outwardly and things like that. Your creative energy, basically your ego. Now, your moon sign, which a lot of people do not know about, is um, your emotional responses to things. Um, it's your unconscious predestination and the self-image. And it represents your emotions. And it shows how a person expresses themselves and when... When they're at home, ease and comfortable. So it's basically their emotions. Mm. Um, your Mercury, which also represents your rising, is um, your communication, which is why when Mercury's in retrograde, whatever sign it is in and whatever sign your Mercury sign is, you may be deeply affected by that. So um, that's the, the communication and logical spirit, which is your thoughts. Venus represents your um, interests. Emotions and values, exchange, sharing with others, and basically romantic feelings towards people and things like that. So if your Venus is in like some real crazy planet, boy, do I got news for you. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Mars is the desire for action and physical energy, which is your passion. Um, your Jupiter is your expansion and grace, which is your luck. Saturn is your um, contraction and effort which is your karma. Uranus is individual Just liberty. I'm Uranus. not saying that. <laughs> it's Uranus. <laughs> it's your Uranus. individual liberty, egotistic liberty, and basically your inner rebel, so whatever you're going to rebel against. And then Neptune is transcendental liberty and non-egotistic liberty, which is your selflessness. And then finally, Pluto is your transformation, mutations, and elimination, which is your power. So 
I did. I had my chart. I printed my chart out, but I know it. it's on my phone. Like I saved it. Let's, in my let's, phone. let's get this for the viewers. They don't know what it means. I'm going to show, I'm going to read to y'all what mine is. Show them the bird chart. So this is basically, um, I don't know if they can even see it. I'm going to try to show it on YouTube. Um, so this is what a birth chart looks like. You can show Facebook some love. You can show Facebook that. I'm not showing y'all the his. Birth chart. This is a birth chart. That's my birth chart right there. And in order to do a birth chart, you need um, four things. You need your full name, your date of birth, the time you were born, and where you were born. And that's it. And then you put it in. And again, like I said, it, it basically is like kind of like a GPS coordinate of like where you were born, where the stars aligned in the sky and stuff like that. So Instagram, I did not show y'all my birth chart. I don't know if y'all can see it. So I'm going to hold it right there. Birth chart. Let's see what's in, my, in store So my birth chart is my sun sign is obviously a Capricorn Aquarius cusp. Mm -hmm. um, my moon, again, is a Cancer. And then my rising is uh, or Mercury is a Capricorn. But my Venus is a Sagittarius. And then my Mars is Capricorn. My Jupiter is Virgo. See a lot of Capricorn. My Saturn is Aquarius. My Uranus is Capricorn. My Neptune is Capricorn, which means that when I was born, that they were both going through Capricorn at the same time. Um, Lucky you. And then my Pluto is Scorpio. And my Lilith, which I'll get into, is Capricorn. My North Node is Capricorn. And that's about it for now. And North and South Nodes are different. I don't have a South Node um, on here that's listed because I probably cropped it out. But so when I'm looking at this, I see like I see numbers, words, and symbols. So can you break so this? So the, the symbols are just basically, if I can explain all this, I'll probably like um, post it up later. There are symbols on the side that basically show you the sun and all of the planets and their what exactly like they are. Mm -hmm. if, hold on, let me hold it closer. Right there. So this is each symbol of each planet. On this side is the symbols of the planets themselves, and right here is the degrees of which I was born at. So where the coordinates lined up when I was born. And if you guys on this see this, side, better, you can go to YouTube. All right. Yes. On this side, this is um, my Placidus. I don't really get into this because this is more like in depth of like, um, it kind of has really no use to me. So I really don't use that. That's like for like a real like full, full birth chart of like, if you really want to know who you really are as a person, but it really has no real use to you as a person. It's kind of like the same generic rhetoric over and over again. Okay. Your, your birth chart in itself, the is the most useful to you as a as an individual if you want to know about yourself individually. So, Yadas that he does not know about. Let's see what this is about. I had pulled his up because it was so much fun doing this. And his is, of course, he's a Gemini, as we've all gang, established gang, 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 gang. on the show. <laughs> gang, 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 gang. <laughs> and Gemini. but his moon is in Capricorn. And that's a, that's so funny, which means he is heartless. So, I'm not heartless. His, oh, hold on. <laughs> I am not heartless. First and foremost, I am not yes. heartless. When you have your moon in Capricorn, that represents your emotions. And Capricorns naturally are the hardest and emotion, emotionless people on the planet. Like Just we are we have off. the hardest time expressing our emotions simply for the fact that we do not like feeling vulnerable and letting people in. So to have your moon in Capricorn is hilarious. But mine is in cancer, which means like I'm a very 
secretly emotional person, which I am. And if you've ever dealt with me, you know that I'm very sensitive and very emotional. I'm going to take a poll. Is that a heartless? I want yes, y'all to answer this. I want y'all to answer this. Everybody watching. Yeah, yes or no? If you want to hear yes or no, is y'all the hardest? I need to know. Continue. His Mercury is in Taurus. Law, Jesus. His Venus is in Cancer. So he is a very passionate person. A very passionate, probably a very passionate romantic lover. Um, his Mars is in Leo and his Jupiter is in Leo. And his Aquarius, his Saturn's in Aquarius, which is similar to me. So the last, like I said, the last. <laughs> Couple of ones. I, can't believe, I, I told y'all. I can't believe you. <laughs> I told y'all. And then um, his Saturn, Uranus, Neptune are in the same as mine, which are Aquarius, Capricorn, and Capricorn. And his Pluto is in Scorpio because, like I said, at that time, if you were born like in the eighties and nineties, our our last couple of planets are the same because they it was orbiting through the same sign. It takes. A while for it to go so anyone born like after i think it was like 96 97 which is why a lot of people say like 96 97 like kids born from 96 onwards are kind of little you know that's in the gym the spectrum um yeah they um they were born under a different time i think they're born under aquarius which is why this is called the age of aquarius right now mm. um and then your lilith is also in um capricorn as well as your north node so, so what does this mean for me as far as like all it is like me being and uh, let's say with my moon being in Capricorn, what does that mean? So again, that represents your emotional state. That means that you're not you you don't express your emotions outwardly. You more so <laughs> express them inwardly. And when you do open up and let people in and they hurt you, that is it. Like it's done. It's a wrap. It's over. That's it. That's the last time they gonna get you like that, and that's it. And that's just you as your moon sign. Like you, I think that's called learning from the past. It's not learning from the past. That's just who you are. And for you to have your your rising sign in Taurus, like oh my goodness, this mean? is why our this is why this show works because it's like we are what is, what we're opposite. What does this mean? What is my Mercury being in Taurus? Explain. So, you know, I, I really have to go and like really pull that up for you and elaborate. But your Mercury is basically your communication. And Taurus people, they are materialistic people. So y'all may be a millionaire by some point in his life because he is probably going to be very materialistic, but also a hardworking person. He also likes to form um, a lot of social bonds and networks. So he's very good at networking, marketing and things like that, which is also why Yada Debates is I tell right people, now? I tell people like this. It's just like I may be friendly, but if, if I classify you as friends, I don't have like like a lot of that. I can be friendly. No, you, you that's that's what comes into your and rising. That, you like, don't you don't your friend is your friend, but you keep more business associates than you do friends. Thanks. <laughs> and that's just I that. I won't lie there. <laughs> and that's just that. And it's so funny because your Taurus is in the third house. Which is when I told y'all I'm gonna I'm not gonna keep y'all long because we're already almost at sixty minutes. Um, I'm just gonna go through the houses and tell y'all what each of them mean because um, he was born in the first house I believe of. Oh look, all of these were in retrograde when you were born. Oh, Saturn wow. was in retrograde when you were born. Uranus was in retrograde when you were born. Neptune. Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> Neptune was in retrograde when you were born, and Pluto was in retrograde when you were born. And the only planet that was in retrograde when I was born was Jupiter, which means my luck was shot. This looks like a report card. It does. <laughs> and you know, I do the full reports. I tr um, it's very lengthy, so um, 
I really try not to send like the whole full report. Like I'll just send you like your, your sign and you can look that up yourself. Uh, or I can send you the full report, but I'm gonna charge you for it. So so with the Venus, what like what is my Venus Mercury? What what is my Venus being in cancer mean? Well, your Venus being in cancer, you know. I have to refer back to my lovely book. Yeah, I'm just gonna, it I'm represents just trying, I'm trying to get your answers. romantic feelings. Like I said, you're a very passionate lover and a very romantic person. You 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 feel, but then again, it's like kind of contradictory to your moon because it's like Gemini. You kind of like you be wanting to like give all, all this love, but then you be like, if I'm not receiving it back, then back up, like kind of like that. So, <laughs> you know, but that all goes into like what houses you were into. And there are 12 houses in the Zodiac and whatever house you were born in. Um, I was born in the 11th house of, of um, Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go break them down real quickly. They're simple, easy. Like I tried to break it down as simple as possible, but there's like this whole big breakdown that I have. And if y'all want to know more about it, please, you know, y'all could message me. Um, just as long as I'm not asleep, I'm out. Don't message me. Um, but otherwise... You need business hours. Yes, I do have business hours. They're from... Um, on weekdays, they are from 6.30 to 10.30. 6.30 in the morning? No, 6.30 at night. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't message me at 6.30 in the morning. You ain't going to get no response. Um, so, but they're on my business page too, my business hours. And like I said, they vary because um, like during Yada debates, I try not to do any type of business during the debates just because I need to focus on one thing at a time. Like that's one of the things that I've learned from my Saturn going into retrograde is to not scatter myself and spread myself so thinly and focus my energies into one thing. So you can take away and learn lessons from each retrograde if you apply that and actually, you know, take the time out to learn what each retrograde means. So I'm going to go to the houses and then, you know, I'll end it there. And Yada, if you have any questions for me, you know. Um, the first house is yourself. So if you were born in the first house, you're more probably a self-centered person. Um, you're more about self, uh, things like that. Um, the second house is about possessions. So people who are born in second houses of their signs, they're materialistic people. Um, they probably value possessions more than they do relationships with people. So these are <laughs> these are the type of people who like will be like, listen, shots fired. My car, my house, like I gotta have the finest things. Like, but y'all can't touch my shit like that. I mean, I'm, um, I'm 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 like that to an extent though. Like it, like I won't say like like. But your first. You're in the first house of freaking Gemini. Oh. So, I thought you said second house. No, the second house is your moon. Oh, oh. Yes. I'm not materialistic, though. You're not. This is good. <laughs> um, the third one is communication. Um, the fourth one is family and home. The So, like, anyone who's born in the fourth house of their sign, they're going to be more family-oriented. Those are the people who will probably start families. Um, they'll value, like, marriage, traditional values, things like that. The fifth house is about pleasure. So it's not, I'm not, it's not like about sexual pleasure. It's about like pleasures of life, enjoying life, maybe traveling, um, living your best life, like doing things, maybe thrill seekers. Those are the type of people like, you know, the type of people you see on Instagram who go, who are travel bloggers or bloggers in general, people who like to try new things like food, things like that. Those are the type of people in fifth houses of that sign. Um, the sixth house, if you're in that is health. And those people are very health conscious people. Um, those may be like people who um, may have grown up in a home where 
health was not really a big thing and they end up becoming vegans or go through like very spiritual journeys to become whatever type of you know person they want to be to provide the best health for their body. They're very back on my smoothie wave. I'm they're very um health conscious about themselves and things like that. Um the seventh house is about partnerships and that's not about relationships. It's about business partnerships, um just partnerships in general, networking, get, like getting out, meeting people um, and things like that. So those people value like networking, making acquaintances. They don't make friends. These people don't cannot hold friends because <laughs> their trust is just like, no, I can't trust you. I can do business Stop with you, it. but business is business and that's it. There is no blurred line of, oh, you my friend and we do business together. Like they will probably have their set of friends, but then they'll have their business partners and groups and things like that. Um, <laughs> the eighth house, if anyone is born under that, is the house that's ruled for sex. And those people are, you know, very sexual beings. Um, they may not be promiscuous people, but they value sensual pleasures and things like that. So they are very sensual people in the sense of like, they may exude like very sexual energy, like to the point where you, you're very like enthralled by them. Like you want to be up under them like they're sexy and stuff like that i was not born under that i'm a potato <laughs> I, I do not exude any of that um the ninth house is philosophy so these people probably are philosophers um they're probably self-taught they probably don't believe in the normal conventional ways of society um they'll probably be self-learners and things like that so those people value philosophy. They may even dabble in stoicism and older um, religions and things like that, but they won't be to one set conform religion. They'll be more so fluid into all religions and apply them all into one. Damn philosophers. Yes. They take away from each thing, but they're also very logical people as well, too. So they will, um, you know, look at life not through like their emotions. They won't make emotional decisions. They make very rational, logical, best for them decisions. Robots. Like if you ever get into an argument in front of somebody who was born in the ninth house of their sign, they're not going to take either side. They're going to be like, y'all both was wrong. And let me tell you why. Those are probably like the peacemakers. They're probably, those people probably end up being politicians, things like that. You got two minutes left on Instagram. I know. <laughs> um, I'm going to get to the 10th, 11th, and 12th house before Instagram cuts me off. Um, the 10th one is social status, which are people who usually end up being like celebrities, um, Kanye West for president, things like that. The 11th house is friendships. And like I said, I was born under the 11th house and I value friendships. I must not have been born. Under the, <laughs> and the, 12th, the 12th house is your subconscious, which is basically people who are, um, influenced by their subconscious. These people may be fluid psychics, empaths, um, and things like that. Visionaries, um, artists things like that. They're more influenced by their subconscious. They're more intuitive. Um, I've noticed a lot of Pisces are born under the 12th house a lot because they're dreamers as well as Aquarius people too. And again, these houses are, they rule certain planets. So if you want to know more about that, I can tell you which planets rule what. Um, Book an appointment at I sales. On yeah. And like, like I said, it's, it's not that much. Like it's a $5 deposit fee for an appointment. And that's just because I just want to make sure that y'all keep y'all appointments. Like, I don't want it to take time on my day for an appointment and then y'all don't show up. Yeah. So other than that, like my services are very cheap. Like the going rate in the market right now is like, I think like um, people charge upwards to $90 for readings, things like that. I charge $15. If you want a tower reading, I charge 
ten dollars for dream interpretation. You better do it now before those prices shoot up. And you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, I have, you know, a lot to offer for you guys, and I do. I do study this a lot. That's why I always bring, make sure I bring the correct information to you guys. If Instagram cuts off, I'm sorry, Instagram. We're just going to continue on Facebook. So if you have me on Facebook, just get, just go over to or Facebook YouTube. or YouTube and just head over to there. The link is in my bio. Um, but as far as Facebook and, and um, YouTube go, you know, this is stuff that I studied. Like I studied, I went through a spiritual journey. Instagram ended. Thank you for all the 13 people that did view. Um, and that's something that I'm very passionate about. Like I do birth charts. I do birth charts on people. I don't even know. Like I'll be like, okay, if this guy wants to date me, I'm going to do his chart. And people do look at me weird when I'm like, Hey, what time were you born? And they're like, no, don't even start your, your mess girl. I'm like, damn. That's a weird question to ask. Somebody. It's not weird. Like what time were you born? Yeah, but like, like, and you just like, what time? What time? I was like, I don't know. I mean, you but sometimes you like, if you don't, if you don't get the time, sometimes some people don't know, so you can put unknown, but it's not as accurate as if you get the time. When you do unknown, it just automatically sets it to twelve midnight, so it could be anywhere from that day that you were born. And you know, what if one star was not in that spot at that time that you were born or whatever? Mm. But mainly, you really just need the city and your name and your birthday. That's it. So, you know, I gave y'all this birth chart. You know, I'm gonna hold on to this. I gotta look, I gotta look, I gotta see the accuracy of this. I'm pretty sure that he will probably come back to me and be like, you know what, you are a witch and I'm tired of you. Also, um, I do have um stuff to tell y'all and offer y'all as well, too, in regards to our stuff that we do, like with our equipment and stuff like that. I do, um, you know, advertise oils and things for my, um, tarot business they're not out here i have to go get them but there's also an app that if you want to learn about yourself it is called the pattern um and it tells you about certain patterns in in regards to retrogrades in regards to people around you in regards to yourself um it tells you about it if you don't know about it you should definitely download it try it out we'll have a link in the bio for the pattern app. yeah I'll make sure we it's, put it. it's available in the i don't know what android Y'all use Google Play. Stop what playing happened? the Google Play store. Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. After the, in the Apple App Store and the, the Google Play. Store, Stop it. They, it's called <laughs> But whatever, whatever um y'all y'all Android people use, um, it's called the pattern. It looks like a brush swipe. It's a black brush swipe. Um obviously my phone is on the stand. And it tells you actually, you know what? Since I'm not on Instagram, I could show y'all real fast before I um before the we pattern can. app. We're going to get this situated for y'all, so you guys, so I if you guys are interested, and we will have the link in. The and box. I do study stoicism too, which is you know like something too. Like I have my daily quotes from stoicism. Y'all might see me post like random little quotes here and there. So um, this is basically what. Um, let me show y'all what the pattern looks like. The app actually. So the app in itself looks like. Uh, that. It's that little brush swipe. If my where is my finger? Right there. It's right here. It's called the pattern. The pattern. Um, Facebook. I don't know if we can pick it up on there. You might be able to. The camera's the other way. Yeah. It's right there. The bottom one. The black like and white one. It looks right like a brush swipe, but then click it. Hold on. So I'm gonna click it. You click it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you yeah. <laughs> so when you click it. It tells you, it even tells you like about Mercury retrograde, how it's affecting you personally. 
Um, it'll tell you about the retrogrades, how it's affecting you, but it also tells you about yourself. It tells you each day what is going on with your pattern. So my pattern today tells me that, you know, life may feel out of control because of circumstances that I can't change at the time. And it can seem like I'm constantly dealing with disruptive situations or a chaotic, chaotic home life. That's contradictory to what I'm about. But my reaction to these circumstances can be upsetting for me, which I have no clue what it's talking about, but I'll, I'll probably figure it out in the next couple of days. But you... You can click on, there's a link at the bottom that says go deeper. And it actually goes in depth of what the rabbit hole. Um, And then this is basically like my patterns for the, this is my patterns for the year. It tells you the time frames of the pattern. Did that say moody? (laughs) No, it didn't. Leave me alone. It it, it said moody and sensitive. Um, (laughs) It also says like, it tells you your relationship expectations, um, unpredictable relationships. Um, uh, I am romantic, but also impractical and what my ideal relationship is and my work in public life and my destiny and things like that. But you can also, if you guys, you know, are sats like me, if you find out the person that you likes birthday, you can put them in and their name in too and get their pattern. And y'all, you can check to see how compatible y'all patterns are and things like that. And you that. can see if it's a, if it's a go if it's or, a match go. or not. Because it'll tell you, um, oh my God, I don't want to do this because I, I definitely did it with a couple people on here. So I'm not going to show y'all my, my um, matches that I did on her. But, I don't know who's watching. Yeah, because I don't know who's watching. But um, I definitely did some, and that's what, you know, kept a lot of y'all around. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the pattern is a really, really good app. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, y'all y'all probably look at me and be like, nah, this app too real. Like, it's, it read me for filth. And if you're not ready for that type of, like, you know, honesty with yourself, especially with the patterns, because the patterns don't last a long time. Life is about patterns. They don't last a long time. They're cycles. So you may be going through one pattern until it'll say like April to next March. And Mm -hmm. then that it's a new pattern. So you may have, you have to learn from these patterns and break these patterns in a sense. So I'm going to step away for a second to get the oils to show y'all. And you know, um, yeah, this is uh, don't forget the mic. Don't forget the mic clip. Oh, um, no, hold up. I, I can't run away with that. No, I said that, that mic clip is not that long. And again, we will. This is not sponsored by Pattern, but please, if you guys see these, like, please highly request that Pattern does sponsor this video. We will have a link in the bio. Shelly is going to go down to um, run and get the oils. But again, you know, I have my birth chart, and I'm going to sit here and, and take a peek at this because. I got to see if this is like some BS or if this is real. What's going on, Jacob? So, yeah, I don't know. I haven't necessarily done anything with like birth charts or anything like this before. So I just really got to get like a grasp of what I'm looking at and see and and go. But you got to put the mic clip on. Yeah, just put it on the outside. (laughs) So I got to get a grasp on this and see how much of this is actually accurate. I got to fact check Shelly. We're going to fact check. He's going to fact check me in the next episode on 21. He's going to let me know. So now with that, when I told y'all that I do um, my, you know, tarot cards and healing stuff, I also offer like spells and different things like that. Now this is going to sound really weird, but I do offer spells. They're not, it's not anything black magic. I don't offer black magic um, because one black magic does have the effect to backfire on you. So the caster or. The person who cast it? Yeah, it, it can backfire on the person who is casting it. So you may be like, oh, I want to break up this couple. And in turn, you're going <laughs> to end up messing up all your relationships to come. So that's why I don't 
I don't endorse it. And I always say that all the time, like, don't ask me for um, those type of stuff. And I always, <laughs> I always, it's so funny you said that word. <laughs> because in this syringe right here is Jezebel oil. And Jezebel oil is basically like an attraction oil. It's for, um, you know, you put it on if you want to, you know, like attract. Mariah nice. Cherry, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to attract, you know, someone like it, it, it like makes you kind of like irresistible in a sense. And I have it in this little jar as well, too. Like I, this was like my carry around Jezebel oil. Mariah Cherry, I hope you're watching. Come for that. <laughs> <laughs> then with this oil, I had put some on Yada earlier. This is called, um, and these are all available from the Art of Root. Tell them that Shelly sent you, and it's you on like, Amazon. Do you have a referable link? Um, put through them. I have to. I have to message the lady and see. Yeah, get a referable link and then yeah. I'll tell you. But yes, so this is called um, Fame and Fortune Oil. You just put drops of this on your pulse points and on candles and different things like that. That's how you use these oils. You put them on pulse points, candles, and all that stuff like that. Then I also have money drawing oil for, you know, people who, you know, have a little let me take, Let me get this whole bottle. Okay. <laughs> just, just pour that on a candle. And when, when you do money drawing oil, make sure you get a green candle. I say get a green knob seven-day candle and put the oil on it because that way the money will be longer. If you get small chime candles, um, it'll be short, short-lived money and things like that. So you also have to learn about candle spells. As well. no, let me take it. Um, <laughs> and then this one, which is almost done, as y'all can see, is my gold digger oil. Wait, gold? Wait, gold digger? Oil. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna bring this one out. Let me see it. This one's for the ladies. Let me see this. I'm dead serious. It's gold digger oil. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I need you. I need y'all to know it's real. What does that say? Gold digger. Listen, ladies. If there's ladies watching this, this oil. Is good for attracting wealthy men and things like that. I'm not saying like I'm trying to talk about money. Wealth is not about money. It's about a person. Who has, watch out. It's about <laughs> someone. <laughs> it's about someone who is wealthy in their soul. Like they may have a good soul. Um, they may be good for you. Um, because like Bob Marley said, wealth is not money. It's what's inside of you and things like that. So that's that oil, like you know. But also it does attract people money. Season is coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's really it that I have to say. So if you guys are interested in the oils, um, please DM my business page. Um, I really try to filter. I don't check my messages on my personal page like that. So DM my business page because I get those directly, and it's Facebook.com/slash/EOSVisions, and I can send y'all the links to the oils, and then I can also get my referral link from the Art of Root so that we can, um, you know, work something out and get, you know, our little commission for y'all to debate. And, then we'll and we're in the works of, you know, networking with other things as well, too. But. And we'll have all that. We'll have her business page in, in the description below so you guys can sit there and that. Yes. Um, but yeah. I don't have anything else to offer. You know, if you do want your birth chart, I can give you this simplified birth chart without the full explanation of it. Um, it's not lengthy, but if you do want the full where it explains what each sign means, what each of it, how and, it affects you and your personality. And your um, readings, do you break these down? Um, it depends if they ask for it. Um, okay. I haven't had much people ask about birth chart readings because I guess they didn't know that I really offer that. They're mm -hmm. more interested in tarot than they are in like knowing about their birth chart, which mm -hmm. I feel like you should know about your birth chart before you do any type of tarot because how are you going to ask about someone else? You don't even know about yourself. True. So that's how I do it. I know my birth chart. Like I said, I save it in my phone. As soon as you ask me, I'll be like, yes, I am a Capricorn Cancer. 
type of person. So, you know, that's just that. And that's how I look at it. And I just see what I'm compatible with at the end of the day. Like, um, you know, if I share a cancer moon. Oh, look, hi, baby. What's up? Okay. And you. I'm almost done. Ice cream. Ice, Ice cream, cream time. time. What's going on, Jamal? But yes. So, you know, um, if you guys are interested in any of those things or any of those services, you know, just hit my page up. And, you know, if you want to learn more about your, your birth charts, you know, do that. Like, it's, it's not fun. Even numerology, like your life path numbers and things like that. But that's a whole other subject for another day. And maybe I will now that I've thought about it. And, you know, do I that page. Will do, do that page. On my page, Simply. on my business page, I'll do little snippets explaining what each thing means i'm telling you do and you guys follow and like my page and just you know encourage me to do it because i'm not doing it do instagram posts and you will do a 30 to 50 second video explaining how to survive the retrograde today or not even just today on a week by week basis if need be you know what i mean or even if it's just when you know the retrograde is coming or is ending I think that would be dope. And if anyone has anything to add about anything about the retrogrades that I've missed, I think I've pretty much covered majority of it. You know, I, like I said, I went end up with all of the planets because, like I said, if you were born during a certain time period, majority of our last couple of planets from, I believe, um, Uranus to Pluto are um, the same. But you also have Lilith and the nodes in your thing. And um, before I let y'all go, Lilith is a black moon. But she's also um, the uh, basically like the devil's girlfriend. Um, in a sense, she's the head of the succubus. I'm, I'm like, look at that. And his Lilith is in Capricorn with mine. And Lilith um, represents oh, no. our dark, <laughs> deeper natures that may be repressed or, burnt or buried. And then our nodes, um, which are north or south, represents. Um, either overdeveloped character traits or points to qualities that we need to work on or develop to achieve inner balance of fulfillment. So um, your North North is in Capricorn, my North North is in Capricorn. So we have to figure out what we have to work out in our Capricorn in order to be better people, which is probably why we were paired together on this show. So that was it for y'all debate today for me, giving you guys a retrograde breakdown. And if you have any questions, like I said, you can comment below, comment on the YouTube video, um, comment on our Facebook video. Um, we do do sound bites on YouTube, and then also you can DM me. You can ask Yana too, because now he knows a little bit. This, no, this is not my expertise. <laughs> Don't come ask me these questions. I'm gonna give you like, I'm like, what's his on? I'm like, you crazy. <laughs> That's all you need to know. So, so you know, just you know, hit me up for any of that stuff. Like I do do that, and you know. If you want to set up an appointment for a tower reading, even if you don't want a tower reading, if you want to just know more about yourself, your sign, things like that, hit me up for that too. Like I said, I offer a wide variety of services outside of tarot, which includes um, breaking down your, your numerology chart, your birth chart, dream interpretations, and symbolisms and things like that. As well as offering oil spells and all these other things. I do have a spell book. No, stay away from that gold there, oil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm letting sure, the homies know. Watch out, watch out. Y'all make sure if y'all see now all of a sudden that I'm irresistible. I got that gold there, girl. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, th this is thank you so much for watching episode 20. And we might again do some more viewer requests. So please, when we ever ask for our topics, we are doing it for our viewer requests. So please feel free to pitch in. And yeah, we... pitch in and just let us know. I, I got a lot of questions about relationship stuff. 
And, you know, I feel like we do touch on a lot of relationship things, but, you know, retrograde, I really don't want to talk about nothing as far as relationship-wise, because if I tell y'all something about relationships, this is not the time to be making any type of decisions regarding relationships. And when you when we give you on, like, the kind of yeah. Oh, yeah, hold on. Y'all don't want no relationship advice from me. Like, <laughs> no, wasn't another. I have to tell y'all. I am not. No, she, she says she's evolving right now. Yes, I am evolving. I'm. I am a phoenix right now. Okay, I am rising from my ashes. Okay. Well, today, on y'all the debates. Thank you so much. Like I said, look out for those uh, viewer requests uh, posts. We will be posting those on uh, our Instagrams and our Facebook. So make sure you follow that if you would like to see your topic on here. And thank you so much for this episode of the update. See you later. Peace, YouTube. And then Facebook, hit me up for the more.